0: How to Tell Stories to Children is a bi-weekly podcast exploring the science and methodology of storytelling.
1: I am Silke Rose West. And I am Joseph Saracy. We are the authors of How to Tell Stories to Children.
0: Our goal is to foster diverse storytelling by helping individuals like you awaken to the storyteller within. Welcome to the Story Village with Silka Rose West. Come in, come in.
1: Welcome to the Story Village. Hello, children. Come, let's go and see. It's been such a long time. I don't know if we can find Randolph Roots up in the mountains. And if Naughtyfoot still lives nearby... Let's go find out. Up the trail we go. Oh, such beautiful flowers everywhere in the woods. And do you hear the birdies sing? Oh, so nice. (whistles) Oh, it looks like Randolph's house is empty. The door is wide open. Hmm, wonder what happened. Let's see if Foot is at home. Naughtyfoot! Foot What's going on? Oh, it's the story, children. You guys haven't been here so long. I was hoping you would come. I have a big problem. Oh, you have a big problem? What's the matter? Well, Randolph, he got all upset and he left... In the morning, and he even left his door open, it's not like him at all, and I don't know what to do. I wanted to follow him, but he shouted at me to stay home, and he sounded very angry. And you see, Mandel Roots gets never angry. I never have seen him have a tantrum or be upset, and he didn't even have time to talk to me. Hmm, perhaps we should wait here until evening and ask Wise Old Owl. Perhaps she will tell us what happened. Ah, oh, said Hardyfoot, I think that's a great idea. Let's wait for the Wise Owl. Well, I'll wait for the Wise Old Owl because the Story Children can't wait till night. They'll have to go home before then. How about you guys go home and come back tomorrow and I'll wait up for the wise old owl. Well, okay, we'll be back tomorrow. Okay, children, let's go down the trail and perhaps we can see a sign of Randolph Root somewhere. Hmm, it's strange, isn't it, that he would just take off without a word? That's not like him, and that he even yelled at Naughtyfoot. Hmm, something must be wrong. Let's go back tomorrow. Ding! Good morning, children. Let's see if Naughtyfoot found out something about Randolph's roots. Let's go back up the mountain. Hello? Naughtyfoot, are you there? Yes, yes, I'm here. I found out what's the matter. Randolph Roots got a message that the forest where he grew up is burning down and he needed to go and help immediately. Oh no, a forest fire, that's terrible. And he didn't want me to come I think because he didn't want me to get hurt, so he asked me to stay home. Well, that makes sense and it also explains why he left in such a rush that he didn't even close his door. Well, I wonder if there's something we can do. Well, I think we just need to wait for him, said Naughtyfoot. Let's wait for him. Because, you know, what else can we do? Well, let's wait. I'll ask the owl tonight. Maybe she has an idea. All right, well, we'll come back tomorrow, Okay. All right, I'm going to close the door to Randall's house now. Now that I know he's gone to help with the forest fire, it will probably take him a while. All right, children, we're going to be back tomorrow. Bye, Naughty Food. Ding! Good morning, children. Let's go back up the mountain. <gasps> Look who is there. Oh, my goodness. It looks like there are so many creatures all walking behind Randolph. (gasps) It's all the beings that he rescued from the forest fire. Yes, (gasps) I see five raccoons and I see two bears. Oh, and I even see, who's that? (gasps) A mountain lion. Ooh, it's dangerous a bit. We should maybe not come too close. The animals were gathering around Randolph. Naughtyfoot was high up on a tree and he said, Randolph, Randolph, you can't bring all them home. There's no room here for us. This is our forest. I won't be safe to play if you have a mountain lion here and the bears and raccoons. It's too much. Stop it. Naughtyfoot, we have to help them. They have no other place to go. Their forest got burned. And I'm very upset because that fire did not need to happen. Somebody was careless enough and did not put out a campfire. Oh, that's not good. Yes, we need to make signs around all the campfire places that it's not safe to make a campfire right now. After all, where shall these beings live? Mamma Bear growled. I'll be fine. We will go fishing down by the stream. And she took her bear cub and went down to the stream. And the mountain lion roared and said, Rawr! I'll eat squirrel if that's all that I can get. No, said Randolph, you will not eat squirrel. That's my friend Naughtyfoot and you will not eat him. We will find out how to get some food to you. The mountain lion got a little bit upset. The mountain lion yawned and stretched and said, All right, I won't eat you today. I might eat you tomorrow. Oh, Randolph, Randolph, really? Does this mountain lion need to stay right here? Well, you know, if he goes up to the big mountain, then he'll meet the big mountain lion, and then they'll have an argument and that's not safe either. So he has to stay with us right now. Okay. Randolph. Randolph, wake up. I have an idea. Let's tell the Earth children that we need some beef bones for the mountain line. I think they have a butcher in the village, and they could bring us some bones. That way, the mountain lion won't eat me. Oh. Naughtyfoot, it's the middle of the night. I know, but I'm so afraid that the mountain lion will eat me up, and and I can't sleep. Oh, I know. All right, in the morning, when the earth children come about, we'll tell them, Okay. And we will see, maybe we can get some food for the bears as well. Okay, okay, Randolph, can I sleep next to you? I'm, I'm too afraid to go over to my house. I'm afraid the mountain lion might be awake and is so hungry that he's going to jump on me and gobble me up. Oh, all right, stay here by me. You can sleep in my little hut. Randolph, Randolph, wake up. I'm going to run down the trail to catch the story children, okay? And I'm going to tell them that we need some bones from the butcher for the lion, okay? Oh, oh all right, you go. Be safe. Don't worry, Naughtyfoot. Oh, everything is going to be all right. Oh, okay, Randolph, you just keep keep telling that mountain lion a good story, so he doesn't run after me when you wake up, okay? All right, I'll do that. So Naughty Foot scampered down the trail, hoping that the Story Children were up early and would come up the trail. And sure enough, there they came. Story Children, Story Children, I I need your help, I need your help, quick. Oh, what's the matter, Naughty Foot? Is everything okay? We saw that you had all these animals arrive with Randall fruits. Yes, and there's a mountain lion and he's so hungry that he wants to eat me. Hey, I need you to go to the butcher and get some beef bones. All right, we can do that. My dad is the butcher. He will give us a sack full of beef bones because yesterday was butchering day. He had to sell all the sausage in the shop today. All right, wait, wait here, I'll run. So the butcher boy went all the way back to his dad, who was the butcher in the village, and he said, I need some beef bones, daddy. Ho, ho, my son, are you eating bones for breakfast? No, daddy, it's for squirrel naughty food. Oh, no, squirrels don't eat bones, my son. No, the squirrel wants it for the mountain lion. Well, son, we should not feed the mountain lions. That's not something we're supposed to do. Oh, dad, please, please, can I just have one bag of beef bones? All right, here you go. But don't get in trouble. Don't go near a mountain lion. That's not safe, you know. I know, daddy, I'll be fine. So Butcher Boy brought all the bones back to the trail, and now we all with the bag of bones and with squirrel naughty foot in the lead headed up towards the mountain go go you guys you have to wait here you can't go any further I know Randolph Roots always said you guys should not come too close to the animals of the wild give them a little space alright we will do that you take the bones oh they're so heavy oh okay I can do this so naughty foot with all his strength started to drag the bag of beef bones up the trail. Well, you wouldn't believe who came towards him. It was the mountain lion that had been rescued by Randolph, and he yawned a big yawn. I'm hungry. Hmm. ''Yeah, don't eat squirrel. We got you some bones from the butcher. You can eat those bones.'' ''Oh, well, that's very kind of you,'' said the mountain lion to Naughtyfoot. ''Well, let me see. Maybe that's enough for me.'' The mountain lion started to lick the bones first, and then he started to eat them one after the other. ''Oh, it was so good.'' Naughtyfoot was relieved. At least the mountain lion was taken care of. But what about the bears? I forgot about the bears. I have to ask Randolph. So Naughtyfoot found Randolph and told him that he had gotten the bones from the butcher boy to give to the mountain lion. Well, the bear will be fine fishing in the stream. We have enough fish this year. And there's enough berries in the woods, the bear should be fine. I will have a talk with him and make sure that the bear cub is also very careful and that they do not go into the village because that would not be good for them. They would perhaps be trapped or even be shot by the hunter. All right, well, what can I do? Well, why don't you check in with the raccoons and see if they're okay? All right. Oh, Randolph, it looks like they moved into my house while I was gone. Well, that's nice. Then you don't live so alone and you don't have to be afraid of the mountain lion. Randolph, I don't want to live with five raccoons. Well, you can always go in the upstairs. After all, you're a squirrel. I'm sure there's a room up high that you haven't even found yet. Oh, Randolph, really? Yes, really. Go find yourself a better room up high, and that way you'll have peace at night, and you also know that they're down below. Oh, Randolph, you always have an answer for everything. Well, I have to. After all, I'm the guardian gnome of the mountain, and I will make sure that the mountain lion will find a new place where he can live. I know there's a mountain nearby where there are no mountain lions, and I will show him the way. Tomorrow I will guide him. And you stay here and make sure the raccoons are okay and the mama bear and the baby bear. All right, Randolph, I'll do that. Thank you so much. Randolph, can can I sleep tonight in, in your house with you? Of course you can. As long as the mountain lion is here, you can sleep by me, so you don't have to worry. Thank you for your help, and thank you for understanding. These creatures have lost their home. It's not easy on them. We have to help each other out. After all, you never know, our forest could burn down too. Oh, don't say that, Randolph. That's a scary thought. Well, it's scary, but at the same time, remember, we have to help each other. I will, I'll watch out for the raccoons and I will watch out for the bear and the bear cub, okay? That's good, naughty food. Tomorrow I'll take the mountain lion to his new home. And you tell the story, children, thank you for me. On the way home, I will look if I can find a few crystals and I will put them on the path for them to find. It is good to have the help from the humans We have to all help together. We live on this earth, you know. Randolph, you know, I was really scared when you were yelling at me and you left and the door was open and I thought you would never return. I know that was scary. Even I have to sometimes get angry and stomp off. It was an emergency. And you need to know that if ever I walk out like that, it will be a true emergency. Oh, Randolph, I'm so glad you came back and I'm so glad that we have each other and that we can take care of the mountain together. Me too, Naughty Foot, you know. I really value your friendship and it's so much fun having you around. And I actually, I like it too when you come and have a sleepover. Isn't that great, Randolph? We both like to have sleepovers. See, we would never have had a sleepover, was it not, for that forest fire. Yeah, naughty food. there's a good in everything, isn't there? There is. Okay, see you later. Bye. And so the next day, Randolph took the mountain lion to his new home. On the way back, he brought a few mountain crystals that he put along the trail for us to find the story children. We all work together, all the creatures of the land, and we watch out for one another. That's what we have to do, dear children. And our story will go on another day. So have fun playing with your crystals on this day. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to The Story Village. I look forward to our next journey together. I do wonder what we will find. Every day brings a new gift, and with it a new story. If you are a child, you might find it fun to explore your own story village as you play throughout the day. Who lives there? What kind of people do you meet? And if you are a parent listening to this story, I encourage you to find your own story village inside and begin to share stories of your own. Storytelling is a powerful way to feel into the collective energy of your children, neighbors, parents and grandparents. I share my stories out of desire to empower you to tell yours. We are part of a global village where anyone may enter. Your story is the greatest gift you can give to your village of human beings. The sound of your voice, the feeling behind your words, the courage to let yourself be heard. This is the true gift of storytelling. You. Thanks for listening to How to Tell Stories to Children, a bi-weekly podcast from the authors of How to Tell Stories to Children, now in 19 languages.
0: Our goal is to help parents, teachers, and grandparents connect heart-to-heart with kids.
1: You can find this podcast as well as upcoming webinars, events, our blog, stories, and more at howtotellstoriestochildren.com and on our Facebook page
0: you will also find the entirety of season one, which gives more background and perspective on a variety of storytelling topics.
1: You can also submit questions and ideas. We like to hear from you.
0: If you value this podcast, we invite you to consider making a contribution to keep it alive. The proliferation of free podcasts, articles, and resources on the web makes it easy to forget that real people are behind the work. It means a lot to us when you take the time to rate, and review our book, this podcast, or share it with a friend. And if you're able, your financial gifts at patreon.com slash how to tell stories to children, make it possible for us to continue calling out the storytelling voice in other parents, teachers, and grandparents.
1: Together, we can spread the intimacy and joy of storytelling one family at a time.